What's good, world? Welcome to another edition of the Athletes Club Podcast. This is episode 21. We got a great list of content for you all today. We appreciate you all listening and joining in. Um, I'm here with my boy Dino. Um, how's your day going today, bro? Oh, man, I'm feeling good today, man. It's a good day. I'm back on the show. I'm ready to get it started, man. Like you said, we got a lot of good, crazy topics to talk about today, man. I'm ready to get to it. I feel you. And, yeah, my day is going great as well. It's a beautiful day here um, in Florida. And uh, just been just been keeping updated with all of the amazing things that have been going on in the and uh, preparing for the NCAA, the Final Four finishing up this weekend. So I'm looking forward to the discussion we have today. So the, the first topic that I wanted to talk on today is, of course, um, LeBron James and what he did last night against the Charlotte Hornets. Um, he became him and Jordan. Um, they're the only two players um, in NBA history to score double figures in at least 800 consecutive games. So that means that LeBron has at least scored at least 10 or more points um, for that time period. So it's just amazing to see just the, the legacy and the longevity of his of his work ethic on the court and seeing how it has translated into all of these records that he has accomplished. So I wanted to kind of get your perspective on him being able to um, t- only be in that category with Jordan and just if you could kind of talk on, like, what do you think the legacy will be for LeBron and if he'll ever um, get a chance to be, you know, greater than Michael Jordan. I know that's kind of an outgoing statement, but just kind of wanted to see how did you – what did you think about that that stat, that uh, that record that he was able to get, and what does this mean for the legacy of LeBron James and Michael Jordan in comparison to Michael Jordan? Uh, well, first of all, man, I just want to say, man, what this guy's doing, man, it just is unbelievable. Since I've been alive watching basketball, I've never seen nothing like it. all the greats, even though we all know I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Yeah. Brian is doing on the court and off the court. To me, it's like, man, it's, it's it's crazy, man. It's unbelievable what this guy's doing, man. This dude really shocks me every time. Cause I feel like every night is something amazing. Every night, he's breaking records every night. That's he, true. He's showing the world, like, hey. But for him to compare it to Jordan, like I said, we haven't really watched Jordan growing up because, you know, at that time, his prime, we were still little. So by me comparing him to Jordan, I mean, I kind of feel like people would stop comparing him because they're in two different they're in two different boats. They're in two different categories. Two and different like positions, more, too, when you think about two, it. It's like they're different positions. I feel like it's, it's comparison. It's, it's always Kobe and Jordan. I feel like those are two where you compare it. Now, for him and Jordan, people saying who's, who's the greatest, I really got to say it's Michael Jordan, just the fact because just by not me not watching his games, I've seen – I watch the highlights. I watch the games, you know, just reruns. But just check this out. A lot of people, and a lot of people don't talk about this, so I'm going to hit you guys with something else. The reason why I say Michael Jordan is the greatest, like I said, I'm a Kobe fan. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is the greatest. You know why? Because check this out. Have you ever seen anyone who wins defensive player of the year and led the team in scoring? And win the championship and MVP in the same year. LeBron yeah, never crazy. done that. See, nobody will talk about Jordan in defense. His he won defensive player of the year. Kobe LeBron never won defensive player of the year and led his team in scoring. Now think about it. Think about it. That means that dude doing everything. LeBron does everything, but you know what I'm saying? To me, I feel like after that, bro, it's case closed, bro. You, you won the team in scoring, you won the championship. And you want defensive player of the year? I feel like that's case closed, bro. Point blank. Kobe ain't never won defensive player of the year. 
That's true. LeBron and never won defensive player of the year. Jordan is a lockdown defender. He Jordan is. Has been, Jordan's been top defensive all time defense, first team plenty of times in his career. So I feel like just that is case closed. Like I said, no one talks about Jordan's defense. Yeah, his defense was impeccable. And I mean, who could, I don't think no one else in the NBA, in NBA history, any other player in NBA history has won six for six in the NBA finals. So I kind of agree with you. I think that Jordan is in the class of his own, but everybody is going to make those comparisons just because LeBron is, he's, he's probably one of the most physical and dominating players we've seen in NBA history. But I mean, I agree with you. I'm not going to say, I don't think he will be better than Jordan. I think even if he gets six rings, like you said, just uh, Jordan's defense and him being able to be defensive player of the year and being able to get all of those accolades in the same year and going six for six in the finals, it automatically puts him in a class of his own. So, you know, yeah. I agree. But I think that LeBron is – he is starting to separate himself from um, just, you know, being in that class with the Jordans, the Kobe's. Um, and all the other greats, just because of just his greatness. I mean, they, they're they saying, they're, you know, when I looked and did research, like they showed how not only he did this, but I forgot that last year in May, he passed Jordan in career postseason points, which was amazing. And um, also earlier this week, he joined Jordan and Carl Malone as the only players to score 2,000 points in at least 10 seasons. So he's, he's definitely putting his mark. On, um, I guess you could say the MVP conversation, but it's going to heart, ain't no doubt. But I think that LeBron, he's just he's solidifying his his legacy even more. And and not only is he doing things on the court, but like you said, off the court. Yeah, yeah. off the court. But check this out. Like I said, I feel like the rings really wouldn't matter. Like I said, LeBron, I feel I feel like the rings would matter. But I I really do feel in the back of my mind, I feel like. Before it was all said and done, LeBron could be the greatest player ever. He could be. Like, I think he's yeah right behind. He's in the back seat of beat Jordan. I believe he could catch him. Now, rings-wise, which everybody's going to always compare, you know, but it's always going to compare. Like, to me, it's, like it's a team game at the end of the day. You can you can make all the big highlights. You can have all the stats what LeBron is doing. You can all Your, your team can always go there. But today, it's a team game. You know what I'm saying? It's five on five. You know what I'm saying? His five, they five, which is always better than LeBron's five. So I think that is true. People don't look at rings, bro. I'm like, man, one man can't really do it all, but he can. But I mean, like I said, it's five on five. You got to have a good supporting cast with you. So I feel like they're going to always compare it to rings, bro. But in this case, LeBron, he just, he won't get it. He's 33 right now. He has to get three more just to tie. But I mean, who knows? You never know, man, how the way he's going, man. Like he said, he's getting. He's getting better. He's getting better with age, man. Like fine wine. So I mean, who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe this could be his last big year. You know, after that he could start downfalling. But I mean, who knows? But like I said, LeBron's right there for being the greatest because he has changed the game. He's changed it tremendously. He changed it. So I mean, we we got to. We just gotta wait and see, man. We just gotta wait and see. Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see. But I I am looking forward um, to just seeing how. He continues to build on his legacy as he as he grows in the, in the NBA and finishes his uh, NBA season. Um, you know his career, his NBA career. 
um, towards the these following seasons. So we'll see how how that unfolds. Um, now the the next conversation I want to get into, I want to talk about Ray Allen. Um, he he went on first take, um, I believe today, and uh, he just talked on um, his viewpoint of the of the Celtics and why he decided to leave to join LeBron in Miami when they builded that super team. And he also, you know, talked on his book as well um, with the my journey through life and the game I love uh, from the outside. My journey through life and the game I love. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, get your viewpoint on, like, you know, just his conversation on the things that he said on why he decided to leave and, more importantly, why the Celtics didn't resign them. I mean, we're talking about Ray Allen, honestly one of the best shooters of all time. And, you know, it's just unfortunate that he didn't resign, but it almost sounded like the Celtics didn't want him, and that's why he decided to move to Miami. So kind of wanted to get your viewpoint on that and just kind of what he said uh, when he went on first take, and he gave his perspective on that on that subject. Um, like I said, man, Rattling, I feel like he should have let people know, you know, about the about the issues with uh, substance of him leaving. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like everything is always the businesses you gotta do what's best for you and your family because a lot of people don't know what's going on outside of basketball. Like, so I feel like he should let them know, but I'm glad he came out finally and told everything and broke it down. So a little bit today when I, when I listened. A lot of it made sense on why he left. You know, like you said, they wasn't really trying to give him what he needed so he can come back. And so I feel That's like, true. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you don't know what's going on. Like I said, outside of basketball, he may need the money. He may need this. Other things. So for them guys being mad at him and doing all this, taking this far, I mean, I feel like it's being petty, especially Rondo. That's true. Uh, being petty this long. You grown man. Let it go. Because I feel like Perkins, Gardet Pierce, I feel like they all kind of let it go. You know, like, you know, I mean, this is bad. It's just basketball at the end of the day, man. It's not like, you know, it's basketball, man. Yeah. It's and happening. I, yeah. And I, I mean, I would agree too. I, I believe that, you know, basketball and, you know, just the players that's in the league, you know, it's a business and they have the opportunity to go wherever they feel is going to give them the best chance, you know, to win. Or if they feel that they're not comfortable, or that a team isn't receptive to keeping them, they should feel they should have that freedom to want to move and in, into a different different position. So, you know, I agree. I think that, you know, Rondo and, you know, their relationship, you know, I hope it isn't a strained relationship because of his decision of of wanting to leave. And he he also talks about that in the book as well, just their relationship and how it kind of, you know, got a little bit rocky when he did make that decision. So, um, I mean, another thing that I wanted to talk on, too, with the Ray Allen situation is um, he kind of said that, you know, the the reason why he didn't want to, um, to come back because he felt like, you know, people were upset at him because he left. And he said that he wanted to people to see that they won a championship together and that they have a banner up there. And that was way more important than anything. So, um, you know, I, I guess I kind of wanted to know I, 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 what I would have a question to you towards is, do you think that was a reason why he didn't come to Paul Pierce tribute because of this whole situation with how he was thinking how the Celtics were going to be receptive to him as far as um, his situation when he decided to leave or um, just kind of how he left? I guess he didn't leave on the best of terms from the fan standpoint. 
But when I saw that comment, it just I, I almost wondered, well, was that one of the reasons why he didn't want to come to the tribute? Because you had Rondo there. Um, of course, I'm pretty sure him and KG are cool, but, you know, maybe he didn't want to deal with any conflict with Rondo. Um, so that always kind of plays in the back of my mind uh, through that whole situation as well. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's something to think about. Um, but I think that, uh, you know, they're, they all, they're all going to be, um, on the same, they, they all got love for each other. Cause at the end of the, at the end of the day, they all got love for the game of basketball. So, um, so yeah, the next topic, while we're talking on the Celtics, um, I just wanted to talk on Jalen's Brown's, uh, Jalen Brown's clutch shot that he made last night. You might as well say it was a buzzer. Um, that he made against it was the game winner against the Jazz. Um, they won the game ninety-seven to ninety-four, and I just really wanted to talk on just the growth of these young players. I mean, we were really seeing Brown and Tatum. Um, they really are taking the bull by the horn, and they're really stepping up and growing into their um into the manifestation of the players that they can be for the future. I really feel that they are the future of the Celtics. And wanted to kind of get your, um, you know, your viewpoint on. Do you feel like those two players are the future of the Celtics, and can they potentially help the Celtics get to the Eastern Conference Finals um, this year? Yeah, I really think those two are. I think they will be the future, man. Future of the, in the league and for this team as well. And hopefully, money don't break this group up apart because I'm sure all these guys are going to want that money later on. They keep doing what they're doing now. But yeah, these guys going to be. I believe these guys will be the future. Uh, I feel like when we get to playoffs, it's going to be a little bit different from. I mean, Jalen Brown has a le- a year experience of playoffs. Tatum has none. That's but true. I feel like I feel like they I feel like they will do good in the playoffs. But seeing them getting out, they're going to need Kyrie Irving because the way they yeah, play without Kyrie. Kyrie Irving is unbelievable. They're winning games against great teams. They're winning, but we all know when playoffs come, bro, it's a different it's a different atmosphere. Man, guys are more locked in. I feel like. They can make it to at least – I feel like without Kyrie, I feel like they can make it to the, the second round or the Eastern Conference to the finals without Kyrie. They're going to need them. So, I mean, it's a good thing this team is deep. I like their chances, but they're going to need a healthy Kyrie Irving if they want to beat Toronto, Cleveland, or Indiana. I or agree. the 76ers because of how the way they've been playing. I feel like they're going to need Kyrie because that's your closure. You know what I'm saying? That's your best player on your team. But I like their chances, though, man. So far, man, just they want to get out the East. They're gonna need Kyrie. Yeah, they're gonna. They're. I agree. They're gonna need Kyrie. I, I believe Brown and Tatum. You know, they are the future of the Celtics, and they will um, do some amazing things. But you know, Kyrie kind of orchestrates everything, and they're gonna need him playing at a high level as as well as those two players. And you know, I just can't wait till when they get uh, Gordon Hayward back because I think that the Celtics. Next year, they they gotta be one of the favorites to win it to win the Eastern Conference, or not not just that, but possibly winning it all, just because of those young players and how they're growing into their roles. So I'm looking forward to it and seeing their growth as as individuals on the team as well. Um, so um, I know you wanted to talk on you know just opening day. I know um that that's getting ready to start. It's actually has it starts today. Um, as far as opening day with baseball, um, I wonder if the Tigers play today. I'm looking here to see if the Tigers do play. Um, it doesn't look like they play. They do a play today, but it was postponed. They were supposed to play the Pirates. 
But just kind of wanted to see what are some games that you are looking forward to, um, you know, excited to see, you know, as far as today. And just kind of wanted to get your viewpoint on opening day and just baseball season. Um, be, uh, baseball season starting to come upon us now. Um, I like to say I have be I have finally become an Astros fan now since I lived <laughs> in Houston. I'm not saying I'm a bandwagon, but just watching the fans here, man, how hype people are, how people are so into the Astros, just like unbelievable. Like before they even won the championship, before like they when they were terrible, fans are still going to the games. It's like man, these people lie, and I love their jerseys. So I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and give me a Springer jersey, man. I'm gonna go ahead and give me one one of these days, but these yeah. fans, bro, they they make me want to be involved in it, man. Be you know what I'm saying? But I kind of like them, but I'm still a Tigers fan. But these guys around here, man, they're they're loyal to they they loyal to their team. So I'm interested to see what they're gonna do this year. I mean, they are the defending champs. But one team I'm really looking forward to this year, man, is the Yankees, bro. I always been a Yankee fan as well. Yeah, uh, they got them two headed monsters now on their team. I mean, it's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah, um, going against that team, man. You got a um, judge over there on that team, and you got Drew Stanton. Yeah, Drew Stanton. Uh, home run. You got two home run kings on that team as well. So, like I said, you got two headed monsters, man. So I feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a problem for the. Uh, it is going to get pitchers going against the Yankees, bro. So I feel like it's gonna be a good year, man. It's a lot of good teams, bro. I'm actually ready for these seasons. I'm gonna go to more Astro games this year, man. So don't worry. I tell people I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna support. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot of good games today. Um, the Yankees actually play the Blue Jays. They're actually playing them right now. It's the end of the third. Um, and it looks like that right now. Um, is one zero Blue Jays against the Yankees. Um, but I'm looking forward to Yankees. You know, I I like watching the Red Sox too. You know, I think the Red Sox will be pretty good this year. Um, you know, I had the luxury of getting the, getting a chance to work the spring training games where I saw the Nationals and I actually saw the Houston Astros. Um, they have their practice field out in West Palm Beach, Florida. So getting the chance to see the, those teams play up close, I think that the Nationals will be really good this year uh, along with the Astros. Hopefully, you know, they can get a chance to repeat. So it's a lot of great teams. It's, it's a lot of good, you know, opportunities of, of games to watch today. And I, I definitely would recommend any, anyone listening to to go out there and, 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 you know, support any of your hometown teams and, and kind of get excited for opening day. It's always an exciting time of the year. So, um, yeah. So, um, with the next topic, did you want to kind of briefly touch on the Warriors and their injury chaos and kind of what's been going on with, with their situation? Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I, I've had the Warriors to win it all this year. But right now, I'm nervous. Like, I'm worried right now because we're getting close to the end of the season. Um, April is pretty much right here. It's right It's right here. And so I'm looking at maybe we have about 10 more games left in the season. Uh, it's come out to Steph Curry will not play in the first round of playoffs. And remember last time Steph Curry missed playoff games, they went to the finals and struggled because Steph Curry was not 100%. So that has yeah. me worried right there because, yeah, you have Kevin Durant. But in the day, like I said, Steph Curry is the second best player in the game right now. Durant is third. But how Steph Curry game is, it, it, I feel like it makes everybody else game better. You know, it Steph does. Curry injured that team. Steph Curry is a spark of that team. Without that engine, you're not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So 
And then you got Clay Thompson, who's still out with a thumb injury. Um, he's been out for the, for a while. His most games ever been out. Draymond is still dealing with illness and a shoulder injury, which is a big deal. Kevin Durant is questionable for today with a rib injury. So I mean, I feel like they're going to be well rested for sure. They're going to need those guys. They're going to need these guys in the first round. Um, we don't know who they're going to play. A lot of people assume it's going to be the Timberwolves. But how the West is going, man, everybody's a game apart or right there. So it's possible the Warriors can play anybody from the Spurs, the Timberwolves, OKC, you know, New Orleans, or even or even the Trailblazers. It's a possibility they can play any one of those teams. If I'm the Warriors and you have no Steph Curry, your best bet is probably to play the Spurs in the first round because Kawhi Leonard won't be available. But I don't know if a team will upset them in the first round, but it won't be no cakewalk without Steph Curry. So, yeah, they it's better not. Get them ready. They better get these guys all rested, man, because it's, it's going to be go time, and I say with another three, four weeks. Yeah, I would agree. And I, yeah, with him missing the first round, like that's tremendously going to hurt. They may get out the first round, but kind of like what we was talking on earlier, if Jimmy Butler is playing with the Timberwolves, that's not going to be an easy out. I mean, you got – you got Carl Towns, you got Jamal Crawford that's been in the league before, been in the playoffs, knows, you know, how to deal with that playoff pressure. And even Jimmy's coming with experience. And then, you know, guard Jeff T, he's been in the playoffs with the Hawks in many seasons. Um, and they have a lot of – they got a lot of great um, veterans on that team. So I think that if they see them first round – I mean, don't be surprised if it is an upset if Jimmy's playing at a high level. Um, but I think that, you know, they're going to need Curry to be at 100% um, even in the second round because their offensive efficiency is way higher when he plays. I mean, Kevin Durant, he's an, a great player, but I don't think he's going to be able to carry as much as the low, especially with Clay um, being injured as well. So they're definitely going to need him at full strength, but – you know, I just think that the Warriors, you know, um, it's it, it's any any fan is going to be nervous um, seeing, hearing that Clay, uh, hearing that Curry is not going to be playing the first round. It's going to be a very interesting playoffs. So, um, you know, I'm interested to seeing how this is going to play out. But, you know, I think that they'll still they'll still be manageable without him, but they're going to need him immediately um, to be able to get to that level of making them a championship contender. So Yeah. Hey, I also want to also want to say something. I also want somebody I want to bring up, man. It's funny. Um I don't know if you saw. So was it a, a night ago to a night or two ago? Um they had Ben Simmons, he was playing online late night and he was playing a game with Anthony Carl uh Towns <laughs> talking about hey man, hop on the game. And he told him like nah man I got a game tomorrow against the Hawks. And he said, Oh man, he can stay up and play, man. He's just, he's just, <laughs> a, just the Hawks. So he said, so they, I guess they played an all night on a video game, and then they said, no, Carlton Towns went for 56. Also, the, also scored the most points in Timberwolves in the game, 56 points, man. So shout out to Anthony Carl Towns on a 56 night. So I guess the all nighter helped out. Shout out to Ben Simmons on that. Wait, wait, wait. So hey, Carl Towns. Yeah, they were online playing a video game, and Ben Simmons told him, he said, hey, man, hop online. So we can play. And he's like, no, nah, I got a game. And he said, who you playing against? And he said, I got playing the Hawks. He said, oh, man, you got time. <laughs> Pretty much, they're, they're trash. They're terrible. It's like, oh, man, you got time. And so, a little happy. You got 56. 
And, and Towns was the one that uh oh oh Towns dropped uh Towns dropped fifty six the next night against the Hawks. Against the Hawks after all night on the video game. Yeah, he fooling. Yeah, he fooling, bro. I mean, I guess that worked, like you said, man. Like he it really wasn't no competition. Um, as far as you know, him being on the game all night didn't stop him from going crazy like that. Um, dropping yeah, fifty six was... points. So that's a funny story. That is funny. I mean. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I had, to, I had to bring that up, man. That was funny. Yeah, no, that is. Um, so to our last topic of the day, I kind of wanted to end it on a you know a lighter note, um, a positive note. Um, Kimball Walker, you know, passed Dale Curry to become the Charlotte Hornets all-time leading scorer. Um, he now leads the franchise with nine thousand eight hundred and forty-one points, and I believe that this is just a tremendous milestone especially coming from Kemba Walker of where he's where he's come from all of the great things that he did with UConn um and being able to really um you know be able to it just to be able to accomplish everything that the daughter said that he wouldn't be able to do because of his size I think that you know he this is an amazing uh you know just a tremendous uh stat in the record that he was able to get um, with the franchise, and just wanted to kind of get um, your your viewpoint on, you know, how you feel about Kimber Walker and just the legacy that he's having with the Charlotte Hornets, you know, and just this amazing record that he was able to accomplish last night. Uh, I was going to say well-deserved to Kimber Walker, man, for being an all-time scorer. Well-deserved. Uh, well-deserved, man. Like I said, he's always been a great player, man. I've always been a fan of Kimber Walker, man, since his days in college, man. Uh, he blew us all the way in college in that tournament. Just unbelievable player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a small size guard, but I mean, he's fun to watch. I mean, he's well deserving of everything he's done. Yeah. Um, well, good thing is he gave them something to cheer about because his team is not going anywhere. So, you know, at least they got something to cheer about. Um, but back on a <laughs> good note, I feel like Kimber Walker, he needs to be recognized more. I mean, a lot of people don't because his team. But uh, I feel like out of top, he's like a top six, top seven point guard in the game right now, man. He's I would have him on my team. I would too. I would he's a, too. He's a, he's a big time guard, man. I, I like him. I like to see him somewhere else I, next year. Hopefully, I don't know if he's a free agent, but I like to see him someplace somewhere else, man, with a team that can compete. Because I feel like with his skill set, man, and his drive, you know, he's a closer. So I like to see him win with a good team, man, somewhere. And I say that too, man. It, it was crazy how this year he was in trade talks, you know, when that was going on during that time of how, you know, he was rumored of being traded. And it's like, why would you trade Kimball Walker? Like, especially with what he has done. Like, he's done so much for the city that I think that any team, I do want to see him go to a championship contender team because I believe he has the – he he has the um the the abilities and he has the confidence to be able to lead a team and add value to a team to help a championship um contender um be able to you know get into the the championship and win it all. So I want to see him on a, a better team than the Hornets. But I mean, even LeBron said he said if if you can be an all time leading scorer of any franchise, that's incredible. So and he gave him a he gave him a, a big hug at the end of the game and told him that congratulations and um even Kemba Walker was was pretty emotional after the game when he uh spoke with a reporter so it's well deserved and I hope that he continues to keep you know proving everybody wrong continue to keep being great 
and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Kimball Walker's uh, career unfold as he gets older, um, you know, with in the NBA. So, hey, I, I agree. No, definitely, yeah. I'm definitely ready to see that. Yeah, me too. But, yeah, so that's all we have for that's you all today. I um, just wanted to tell you all thank you for listening. Um, we will be keeping you all updated in regards to our blog and our YouTube page. Um, we're also working on some merch for you all coming soon, so please continue to look out for that and uh, be patient with us. I know we um, um, haven't been able to get it out as soon as we expected, but we will have it out soon. Um, I just wanted to say my social media uh, well, first, follow us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts um, at the Athletes Club. That would be greatly appreciated. And also on Anchor as well. Um, and my personal social media is clutch underscore dev. Um, you can connect with me, reach out to me. I'll be more than welcome to connecting with you all. And please give us feedback. Oh, yeah, man. Before we go, I also got to bring this up, man. I want to give a big shout-out, man, to uh, Steve, man. Uh, Jason Kidd and Grant Hill, bro. They just been inducted to the Hall of Fame this oh, year, man. All okay. three of those guys. Congratulations. Congratulations. All them three guys, man. Well-deserving, man. I'm, I'm glad Grant Hill's finally into the Hall of Fame. We all know he went through a lot of injuries, man. I feel like he could have been probably one of the top one of the top 20. Damn, his injuries kind of killed him. But he well-deserving, man. You know, we saw what he could have been. But, like I said, injuries kill people, man. They do. But I'm glad Grant Hill especially is in the Hall of Fame. But you can also, man, follow me on Instagram, that underscore boy underscore Dino, man. I appreciate y'all listening to us today, man. We got more things coming. It's a work in progress, man. We're going we're gonna to show the world, man, what we're all about. We ready. Yeah, we ready. We're going to show them. All right, y'all. Thank you for t- –